Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. March fourth, twenty twenty-one. Pound cake. The importance of good grammar. A short presidency. Vampires. Running. And cloning people. This is awesome today. Awesome today is a mostly daily podcast, or it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hi and hello.、Hmm, dog snores right on cue. Right on cue. We're doing this shit again. At least they're not running loose outside the yard. Not yet. I do want to. I do want to issue a, a very <laughs> public apology. I had every intention, every plan to edit out that giant dead spot from yesterday, where I had to get up and go get the idiot dogs. It's great audio. It was. I just felt so stupid when all that was done, and we were both panicked. We had to go watch when we found out that's what happened. We had to go watch and make sure like there wasn't nose picking or anything embarrassing. Thankfully, there wasn't. But,、um, yeah, and thankfully, awesome Kelly pointed it out, or we would、yeah. have been totally ignorant. And you and I were laughing earlier today because it's like. You all, awesome today, fam, have really embraced the concept that、yeah. awesome today is barely edited. Yeah, we're like, well, I mean, that、yeah. is what they promised. Delivered on that promise, right? She even used this as an opportunity to switch, I think, between podcast and video format,、yeah. just like, just like somebody leaving at intermission for a smoke or something. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's, this is normal. We were both like our cheeks were red. We were freaking out. I was just confident I would have done something embarrassing to I, myself, or who knows. I, I know I've set the standard low, but I feel like I I really reached underneath any bottom that could have existed before, and that's I apologize. I do intend to do better than that. Yes, it's fine, but also thank goodness the dogs are up today. Yeah, yes. not running loose. Well, it's March fourth. Yeah. 
Which, of course, means that it's National Pound Cake Day. All right. I gave us coming. We knew it was coming someday. I love pound cake. It's delicious. What's not to love? I love pound cake. I'm not ashamed of that. Okay. Stop trying to cancel me. I would never. And also, why would pound cake ever be canceled? I don't know. Only, only by some f sort of communism. Mm, um, that makes sense. How do you, what's your favorite way to eat pound cake? Or do you have a favorite? Well, I mean, I'm the classic, just let's do a strawberry shortcake situation. Yeah. Now, that's not what most people use. Most people use a form of angel food cake for mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But once you've once you've had it with pound cake, it's like angel what? Yes, exactly. That's just good for, I guess, cleaning the windshield on your car. I don't know what you would use it for. What's your favorite application of pound cake? I, I very much like a homemade whipped cream and fresh yes. strawberries. That's fantastic. Both fresh strawberries and then you take about half of those strawberries. Yep. You put them in a skillet with a stick of butter yep. and a ridiculous amount of sugar. Yeah. And yep, it's just... Cook it down to mm. a strawberry compote. I don't know if that's the right word or whatever not. Whatever word. Whatever word. Just I like to put make it on a, my plate. I like to make up bad applications of mm -hmm. words and try to say them in French. Yes. That is my... Which is why we have episodes like we did yesterday, so that you know when to stop, mm -hmm. so that you don't accidentally say something really horrible in your made-up language. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the pound cake. Okay, pound cake, it's believed, it's believed, nobody's, nobody's willing to confirm this, um, which means there's probably something really heinous that we're stepping over that I just didn't see, but nobody's willing to confirm it, but it does look like early 1700s is how far this goes back, possibly to Northern Europe. Feels Northern European. Yeah. Now, the first actual printed recipe was not until 1796, uh, which also just happened to be in the first ever U.S. cookbook. Booyah, Europe! Yeah, take that! going to sit around on your recipes like a lazy ass. We're going to take credit for them. <laughs> well, Bam. See what we did there? That's for sure. Yeah. That's classic American. Classic American. <laughs> Nobody even makes cookbooks. What is that? <laughs> and they might laugh themselves. The title of the cookbook was American Cookery. And when you look at the word, it kind of looks like American Cookery. So Feels right either way. It's, yes, the little double-edged sword of cooking. Yes. Um, this published recipe calls for the traditional... Pound of sugar, pound of butter, pound of flour, pound of eggs. Hence the name pound cake. Pound I was cake. a full-grown adult. A full-grown adult, adult before I realized or was made aware of the fact that it's called a pound cake because of the pound of each ingredient. Yes. Yes. So. It also then calls for spices to your taste. Okay. Um, a half cup of rose water. Interesting. And I fudged a little bit here because they actually called for a gill of rose water, and I had no idea what in the hell that was. I, I think it's four U.S. fluid ounces, which is the equivalency of a half cup, or five okay. British fluid ounces, which is a different, evidently we can't even get on the same page about what the hell a fluid ounce is. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe the British treat it like a baker's dozen, where yeah. if it's liquor, they pour five ounces, drink one, cook with four. I don't know. I like it. I like that plan. It's a good plan. Whereas the Americans would just be like, well, I'll drink four, use four. <laughs> Did I say drink four? I meant more. Yeah. Um, now this, uh, the, the going back further. So that was the Americanized version. The original pound cake recipe from 1700s England does differ slightly. It's still the pound of sugar, butter, flour, eggs. 
And I did like in that recipe that it said, hey, it could be 10, it could be 12 eggs, depending on how your hen is laying that day. Mm. That's a real thing if you have any agricultural experience about you. Yes. Then where they differ, um, still a quarter teaspoon salt in the mix, or no, that's new. Um, sorry, that wasn't in the prior. Although the prior, I think, talked about something that involves salt. I don't know. Anyway, instead of the rose water, you got a quarter cup of fresh lemon juice. Oh, nice. And a tablespoon of grated lemon rind. Okay, I like it. Mm -hmm. Um... The there was some confusion, and I don't know if it was a misprint or what. The American cookbook version said that you would cook it or bake it rather in a slow oven for fifteen minutes, which is like why what? That, Are you going to eat it with a spoon? Yeah, and die of you, salmonella. If you want a sort of pound cake pudding, I guess fifteen minutes yeah. isn't long enough to even hardly bake muffins. I feel like that was a misprint. Okay, at least on I didn't read the original cookbook, mind you. I read a website. Claiming you do not have a copy of American Cookery. From I do, but it was downstairs. I was upstairs. Mm -hmm. My feet hurt. Mm -hmm. You kept your shoes on all day, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay. I just uh, forgot to take them off when we got home from <laughs> okay. errands later. Okay. Um, yeah, the the it's more like an hour fifteen to an hour thirty. At about three fifty is what you're looking at. You do the old toothpick in the center test. If it comes out clean, it's done. Yep, I've done that many times. Or and I know this is a big shocker. You can go down to probably your local grocer and find a relatively freshly baked version of a pound cake, and it's pretty damn good, too. Save yourself the hassle, you're saying? It's possible. You know, here's the thing. You're a fantastic cook, hands down, no Thank question. You. you don't like to bake. There are adjutants. I don't I don't like having to go back and, and check on that tight of a schedule. I, I will say, in all lack of humility perhaps that I make a really damn good cheesecake. You do. But it's agitating because I gotta constantly be going back and looking and checking on stuff. And then there's the whole dilemma with cheesecake of can you just bake it or are you supposed to do it in a water bath? And then you've got that to contend with and I steam burn my forearms like a complete moron and on and on. So yeah, when I can buy something I've gotta really be in the mood for something baked to mm. bake it. I've gotta really be disenchanted with the offerings that are available. That's very reasonable. And truly most groceries, certainly most bakeries are going to have a pretty reasonable pound cake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's one of my favorite days of the year. No surprise to anybody. It's National Grammar Day. Mm -hmm. Now, can I just say this before we get into talking about no, the history no, of National Grammar so. Day? I'm going to deny this request. There's a movement towards a sort of liberalism in language now where it's like, well, any application of the written word is fine. I've seen this on the TikToks. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Uh, I don't I don't get real stick in the mud about many things, but grammar. Don't screw with Meg on the grammar. Is grammar. That's not to say that I don't make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes sometimes, but I don't. You're not the grammar police? I am not officially sanctioned to police people's grammar, okay. but are I you the do it in my mind. grammar judge, jury, and executioner? Sometimes. I would agree. Mostly to myself. Anyway, this day, National Grammar Day, is all about encouraging people to think more deeply about the grammar that they use yes. on a day-to-day -day basis. 
What better thing to cast your thoughts upon? How do you feel about the unnecessary pluralization of things as is an activity common to our people? Being the rednecks. Like, I was like, like... Like the Walmarts. The Walmarts, the H-E-Bs. Yeah. I mean, I don't like that. You do it. Um, in jest. Is it, though? I think the only one that I do it accidentally is Aldi's. I know the name of that store is actually Aldi, but I cannot stop calling it Aldi's. I think that's fair, though, because... The first time we saw one was years after we'd already heard people mispronouncing it. That's or right. unpronouncing it to be grammatically incorrect. I ended that sentence a while back in a preposition. It should have been. What better thing upon which to cast your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't not correct myself. I told you I'm my yes, own judge, yes. and executioner. It's, it's easy to get lazy. So it's valuable that we have a holiday to say, hey, let's take a minute yeah. and get purposeful. Yes, thank you. Well, Up in here. I'll tell you who agrees with you since 2008 is one Ms. Martha Brockenbro. I'm just going to say that's how you pronounce it. I think or we Brock should nickname her Brockenbro Brockenbro. Yeah, there we go. Brockenbro Brockenbro. Something. She's the founder of the Society for the Promotion of Good Grammar. Membership of one. <laughs> I'm applying for my membership this year. <laughs> you'll you'll increase by 100%. We're growing in leaps and bounds. Send your donations in now. Yes. Now here is the richest. It's a go fund us if we're going to be grammatically correct. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can tell by the look. I can tell by the look that came over your face that you that the wheels were spinning. I knew something was coming. Yeah, you're right. It's a go fund us. <laughs> Um, here's the richest, most delightful morsel of information that you found about uh, National Grammar Day. In that same year, 2008, President George W. Bush sent a letter of greetings to celebrants stating that the holiday is an opportunity to recognize how communication skills could help Americans meet the challenges of the 21st century. Mm -hmm. Now, President Bush was known for a lot of things, some good, some not good. I can point out one. Can I point out one? You better say it. He doesn't know the difference between nuclear and nuclear. Yes. I thought you were going to remember the once upon a time when he invented the word strategery. Well, there was, there was more than one instance <laughs> of that. And I don't fault that. No. Word creation, yeah. if it fits, if it, if it sings right, I'm for that. Okay. Well, anyway, he was not exactly a, one of our presidents known for being uh, more academian. Okay? Right. But he recognized, hey, communication skills, they're important. Now... Purportedly, that letter was chock full of uh, grammatical errors. Yes, I added that part. I don't think it's true, but I felt like it was, it felt right. Now, for those who are looking to celebrate this most sacred of days in the most meaningful way possible, you should construct and speak a sentence that contains all 26 letters of the alphabet. Awesome today, fam. Do you know right now what that is called? Some of you are screaming it at your phones. Yes. Some of you aren't, and that's okay. I There's didn't know two it. names. There's two names. I didn't know it until this moment in time. It's known as a pangram or a holoalphabetic sentence. Okay? This is one that uses all 26 letters. The most well-known pangram is the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. 
You maybe have seen this used for touch typing practice. Maybe if you're looking for a font on the internet and you are looking at the application of each letter of the alphabet, you've seen this sentence. Yes, or at least you've seen the quick brown fox. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Yes, exactly. So, yes, it is quite a day to celebrate. Indeed. And National Grammar Day, happy day to you. What if it's your birthday? Oh, if it's your birthday today, you do share it with the publication of the very song that might be sung to you today, Happy Birthday to You. So happy birthday to you and happy birthday to happy birthday. Indeed. How grammatically double entendre? Something. Something. 1681. I couldn't, I couldn't find anything older that I was really tickled by. Okay. It's as old as I could get for you. 1681, English Quaker William Penn mm. receives a charter from Charles II, making him the sole proprietor of colonial American territory, Pennsylvania. I knew I was right. Remember, this just came up. I don't recall it. But we the fact that his name matched the name of the territory was viewed as divine providence. So he had to be. He had to get that charter. Is that true? No, of course not. He'd already <laughs> named it after himself like a real pretentious jerk. Okay, this literally just came up when we were talking about the law about theater in Pennsylvania. And okay. I had said something about Pennsylvania being founded by Quakers. And you mm. passed right over that. Well, because quite honestly, anytime someone says Quakers, I think of oatmeal. And I don't like oatmeal. <laughs> Oatmeal is such a divisive subject. You don't like oatmeal. Every single don't one like of it. your five children likes oatmeal. Well. What does that say? It says yeah, that I've, hey. I've failed as a, as a human, as a parent. I have not indoctrinated my children yet well enough into the belief systems, however weird they may or may not be, of mine. Because that is the job of a parent. It's to train your kid up in your version of crazy. Yes. I wonder what's more divisive, oatmeal or bananas? I don't. I don't like a banana, but I'd rather eat a banana than oatmeal. Okay, interesting. You put bananas in oatmeal, you get out of my house. I would love banana oatmeal. Get out. That sounds fantastic. You'll eat it on the porch and then come back and help me do all the things that my man brain cannot do. <laughs> in 1789, the first U.S. Congress met the... Was this the Continental Congress? No, no. It's the first U.S. Congress. Mm, I don't know. I just typed what I read. They declared the Constitution in effect... They said it was in effect, y'all. In effect, y'all. Um, it, it was a good way to do that, perhaps the only sensical way to start that yeah. meeting. Pretty much anything you said in that meeting wouldn't have meant a damn thing unless you first declared that the Constitution was in effect. Otherwise, you had no authority. Mm. Authority? Well, that as well. Okay. That as well. I thought this was interesting. 1798, Catholic women... Or stop reading my notes, okay. Catholic woman. Okay. I will frap you. I don't even know what that means. I hear old people say that. I'm a. I'm gonna frap you. I don't know what it means, but it sounds terrifying. It does. Is Tell it? Me. Is the slapping? Uh, that'd be a slapping. What the hell's a frapping? I don't know. I know your mother uses that term, and I've never. Heard I have it. been threatened with a frapping many a time. Okay. In maybe, my life. Do you think maybe that's? Just in your family? I don't know. I've never heard it outside of your family. Really? Yeah. We'll have to check into that or we'll forget to one of the two. Okay. Maybe one of the good listeners will get an answer to this and post it in, in fact, the Awesome Today Facebook group where if you are not participating, if you're not there, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. It's a great group. It's so chill. It's so conversation happy. Yeah. I'm deeply pleased 
with the growing culture of awesome today, facebook.com slash group slash awesome today. Come join us. Perfect. What about those Catholic women? Well, the Catholic women are forced, 1798, just as a refresher, they're forced to do penance for kindling Sabbath fires for the Jews. There's a whole lot here. I don't even understand what that is. There's a whole lot here. I was going to... I was going to really unpack this, but holy crap, there's a lot here. So just very rudimentarily explained. The practicing Jews, I don't know, and I don't know if this is true today. I think we've at least got one Jewish listener that can straighten us out if we're terribly wrong. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's still in practice today but, today, but I do know for a long time that there were some very strict laws around what could and could not be done on the Sabbath. Yes, of course. To honor the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And... One of those one of those things trickled down to you can't start your own fire. So these Catholic women were just helping out yeah. to start the fire for them so that they, they had a fire because they couldn't do it themselves. And the the Catholic patriarchy was like, No, you will not do that. Interesting. Seventeen ninety eight. I think mean, we're well past that, but it's interesting that that was a thing back then. I do love being Catholic, but the church has not always been on the right side of history, if you know what I mean. Well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> and, you know, there's a whole lot of directions this whole thing could go, because I personally love playing with fire. I was a bit of a firebug as a kid. It's a miracle I didn't burn something down, and I'm not celebrating that and suggesting yeah. other children do it. In fact, right. don't. Don't yeah. don't even play with a match once, because odds are you'll love it. Don't Ooh. do it. Okay. That's um, good life advice. But it would be a, it would be a positive outlet mm. for that firebug nature to say, hey, let's just go start all the fires for the people that can't. Yeah, right? Yeah. Something so, to bear in mind. I would even do the penance for it. Okay. 1829, an unruly crowd mobs the White House. What? During President Jackson's inaugural Ball. Mm-hmm. All of that to say, friends, if there's anything to know by looking through the annals of history. Don't say it. Annals. I didn't say anything. The annals of history tell us there is nothing new under the sun. It's true. Humans be doing human things. Yep. Crazy and otherwise. We didn't, for a long time. We didn't set any new records this past year with how things happened. And we didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. I did. We didn't. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> 1841, mm-hmm. today. Yeah. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, today, in fact, is the day that up until all of this changed, all presidents were inaugurated on this day until FDR and stuff okay. and things happened and that date got shifted. So there was a lot of that. I only included two entries for that today. Uh, but one of them is that today, President William Henry Harrison, who was the ninth... I barely know that he was president. Well, there's a reason. Hang okay. with me. Hang okay. with me. He was the ninth president. Today, he delivered the longest inaugural speech ever. Really? 8,443 words. Okay. Now, he wrote the speech himself, but it was edited by his soon-to-be Secretary of State, Daniel Webster. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking because I thought the same thing. Of course it was the longest speech ever. You just had it edited by the author of the dictionary. Right. What would you expect? Except you'd be wrong as I was on two accounts. First, Webster actually reduced the text significantly. Okay. And number two, it was Noah 
Webster and not Daniel, uh, who's responsible for the dictionary. They're not the same guy. They're not even related. They're not even related? Not I even related. I going to say it was his like, distant cousin or his father-in-law or something. Everything you're saying is what I hoped yes. as I looked and I was just shut down. Turn after turn, there was nowhere to go except to just weep in my own pile of fetal position self. Damn no. Damn no. Well, president Harrison ended up being the shortest serving president in U.S. history, vacating the position after 31 days, and not because he did something wrong, but because of either typhoid pneumonia or paratyphoid fever. Oh my, okay. 31 days? 31 days. No wonder I did not know yeah. who that was. So based on the brevity of these term, I suppose it's only fair that he be allowed to dominate all of history from the podium of his inaugural speech. I would hope at this point, I would hope at this point, damn it, that future presidents would look and say, you know what, I got a lot to say, but I'd like to serve more than 31 days, and out of respect for the man who is limited to that, I will go no further than 8,442 words. That only seems fair if, and reasonable. If anybody breaks it, I will freaking John Wilkes booth them. No, Don't I won't. Ever I'm say kidding. That out loud. I'm kidding. I have no. I talk tough. I have no violence in my body. I'm a big softie. I just I felt incited in the moment. Okay, leave what a, leave also, Harrison alone. What a very particular thing to be really invested in for presidential history. <laughs> well, I just I feel like anytime anytime somebody's been cheated, yeah, and he was. Yeah, bless his heart, he was cheated out of a term. Yeah, by just things that happen. Let him have his legacy. It's not much. It's not that hard. Let him have his legacy. Who took the office after him? Um, was it? I don't know. I can't remember. I feel like it's John Tyler. John Tyler, maybe. Is that a president? It feels like it has a T in the name somewhere. I will do a side goof in just a minute. But first, I do need to tell you that speaking of presidential inaugurations... Mm. This is where the shit gets real. So many of these today. 1865, President Abraham Lincoln is inaugurated for his second term. Now, this is not a joke, not a lie. Kyle did right. not make this did up. Did not make this up. Photographic evidence. Which is a miracle back then. There were no yeah. iPhones. Who knew that photography, which is yeah. also known as photography. Yeah. And by the way, hey, thousands of people, stand still, damn it. I'm right. trying to take a photo. Exactly. Well, photographic evidence shows that attending that very inauguration was one John Wilkes Booth, who you just that's, that's why really I said it. distastefully mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> The very man who would, of course, assassinate Lincoln mere weeks later. Yes. He was standing next to two, believe it or not, CIA officers, later confirmed to be handlers for participants in the MK Ultra mind control program. Now, amazingly, they were there via time travel. Yes, because the CIA didn't exist. Nope. Neither did MK Ultra, as well, far as we know. It couldn't because it was their program. Right, 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 uh, right. But I felt like it was valuable to bring this to light. I yeah. think the awesomes deserve to know the oddities of history. Yes. The other part's true, the by other the way. Part is true. John Wilkes Booth was by photographic evidence there. That's true. Uh, of course, the last part was just a. It was. Uh, it wasn't a lie per se. It was imagination. It was. It was a little literary generosity. We call it poetic license in the literary. Fair world. enough. In 1922, and I so deeply appreciate that you let me cover this. I factoid. knew. I knew I had to. 
1922, the first vampire, vampire. Yes. Film premieres in Berlin, Germany. Now, it is an adaptation. It was an adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, the most prolific of the uh, vampire creating. Yes, the lore, the origins. The lore, yeah. The title of the film was, I can't say this. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. So. Throw some funk on it if you want. Nosferatu. There you go. I don't think that sounded very German. Well, maybe we should go drink some beer and eat some brats and then try okay. it. All right. We'll I'm see. up for that. I got um, one beer left in the fridge. Oh, man. It's not even a German beer. It's a Mexican, it's a Mexican beer. Maybe you would, you'd get a little funkier with it in a different way. Uh-huh. 1928. This is so amazing to me, this okay. whole thing, because I'm fascinated by, by human... Uh, physical endeavors. Okay. Especially the ones that I would never want to do. Sure. 1928, there is a foot race from L.A. to New York City. It begins today. Can I ask you a question? You may. But why, though? <laughs> That's beyond, okay? People do a lot of weird things physically. I appreciate that humans have there the are, capacity for this, but I hate it. There are tribal cultures who establish rank within them the men by picking things up with their genitalia so don't don't look at this like it's an oddity that's an oddity i didn't and i'm not making that up okay and i even used all of the scientific terms i didn't yes, did. i didn't say with their dong oh my which is what i'd originally thought okay. i got grammatically proper okay well let's hear about this foot race so I this guess. foot race it did portions of it travel down historic route 66 Oh, um, through Oklahoma? I don't know if they... I doubt they dipped that far down. I don't know. Route 66 literally runs through Oklahoma. Yes, but they only travel portions oh, okay. of Route 66. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I didn't I didn't like go relive it and track the path. I Nobody nobody had their iPhones going to... So you could track where they were. Um, but the newspapers dubbed this the Bunyan Run or Bunyan Derby, which is preposterous in its own way. In any event, 199 runners mm. began the race on March 4th. Only 55 remained on May 26th when the 3,423.5 mile race was completed. I don't like this. Yeah. The winner was one Andy Payne. He completed the event in 573 hours, 4 minutes, 34 seconds. It took 84 days start to finish. That meant all of this with some mathematics interjected that participants were actively moving at least 6.8 hours a day and moved at an average of 6 miles per hour during that time. So... 6.8 is, is practically 7, right? So think about if you've ever worked an hourly job where you punch in the old time card. And, hey, let's be honest. You fudged a little bit on when you got there. Maybe called ahead, asked a friend, can you clock in for me? You, even if you didn't leave, you were screwing around, not doing things for 30 minutes before lunch, 30 minutes after lunch, 30 minutes before you left, all that stuff. We've all done it. We've all done it. Effectively, that's that's how much these dudes were running for an entire workday. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I Every day. Just 84 days. Can't wrap my mind around this. I think... There is a correlation. We look at you and I being we, and I would assume others as well. We look at the youth of today in light of shows like American Idol. And we're, we are our older generation than, than them looks at all of this and says, why all this, why all this fixation on being famous for something rather than just, hey, go get a job and mm-hmm. do your thing. Mm-hmm. But it's evidently quite an old phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't like jogging was not a fad Mm-mm. at this point in in 1928. Yeah. Their idea of weight loss was the old jiggler belt that you threw around you. They had completely different, uh, quote-unquote, science about things back then. Yeah. But, yeah, there were people, one of the dudes that competed, and I don't think it was Andy Payne, the winner, but one of the dudes that was mentioned as a competitor was a was a, a on-foot deliver-in-the-mail mailman. Okay. And so people just looked within what they did. We've, we've talked about stuff in the past where there was the dude that swam however many yeah. hours and miles and things down the river. Um, yeah, people just looked to say, how how can I be famous? I got I got to get me. For me and mine. Got to get it. I don't know why this story like really bummed me out. It bummed you out? Wow. Well, let me shift gears then. Okay. Because if that didn't bum me out, this will. Okay. 1979, the U.S. Voyager 1 uh-huh. takes a photo that reveals Jupiter's rings. Oh, okay. Now, I'm nice. a bad student of the sciences. Okay. I don't know if we suspected the rings beforehand or not, but in any event, we had a photo of them. Mm. Now, what most people don't know... Mm-hmm is that the U.S. Voyager 1 mm-hmm. was, of course, the name given to the camera that was used by the Hollywood director at NASA Studios. Right, yes. To pretend like the Earth isn't flat and that we can actually space travel. Yes. This is not my opinion. This is something that's been told to me by someone who I believe might be in the know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to Austin today, welcome to our favorite <laughs> conspiracy theory. We don't believe in it. No, but it is. We're not invested. We're, it is fun to joke about. Yes. Um, 1985, this was no joke. That's the right. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, got real serious. They ordered a ban on leaded gas. That's difficult for some people. I remember in 85, we and I was young, granted now, I was 10, 
we owned a vehicle that uh, took leaded gas, mm -hmm. not for long after the ban. No. But we owned a vehicle that took leaded gas. And, and I remember this because I can remember how adamant my dad was mm. when we would go to the gas station. If anyone besides him was filling the vehicle to be like, pick the leaded, not the unleaded. He didn't want to screw up the whole engine. And when the ban went into effect and it was no longer sold, then to fuel that vehicle, we had to... First, go inside, if we didn't have it with us, the gas station and buy a lead additive oh. to dump into the tank and I, then fill up with unleaded. I had no idea that was a thing. Mm -hmm. What did what did leaded gas do that unleaded doesn't? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, undoubtedly, it all has to do with how an engine is designed okay. in terms of what tolerances, uh, blah, 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 about combustion that occurs within their problems if it isn't workable for a different fuel source, which effectively those two things are. This loosely ties into what we would now look at the, the ethanol thing. Sure. And flex fuel vehicles okay. and blah, 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 blah. Okay, I can dig it, all right. I also vaguely, vaguely remember you having to specify at the pump if you wanted leaded or unleaded. Right, right. Alrighty. 1995. The year I graduated from high school. A year... Of high schoolery. Of great high schoolery. Mm -hmm. um, bells chimed. Things happened. Yeah. A blind teenage boy received a bionic eye. Mm. Where was I? How have I not heard of this before? You were partying in college. I wasn't, in fact. I was commuting that year. I, there There's was no, no party. party. Okay. It was terrible. But this is wild. Um, now, all of this technology is very similar. If you have any familiarity, which I do, and that's why I picked this to tie it in, with uh, cochlear implants, uh, which oh, yeah. are technically bionic ear yeah. devices. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, all of this is where an electrical current is used to stimulate nerves. Mm -hmm. And so for the eye, it would be the retina or the visual cortex. Right. I was shocked, one, to know that this existed. Yeah. Because I have never heard of it. Two, uh, to discover that this technology has been in use since the 1980s. Three, that it was conceptually discussed in the 18th century by Benjamin Franklin and a handful of others. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. And this is another topic where there's just way too much information to unpack all at once, and it's not, neither is it a plug-and-play device, uh -huh. uh, nor is this something that's applicable to all forms of blindness. But if it's something you're interested in, it's absolutely worth a read to go check into that. Okay, that's fascinating. I didn't know anything about that. 1997, President Clinton bans federally funded human cloning research. I do remember all of the big to-do in the news around this. It was a hot topic in mm -hmm. the late 90s, early aughts. Mm -hmm. Now, wording is important, particularly when we're talking about... Law, Law and yeah. politics, those types of things. This this ban, right, did not ban human cloning. It simply banned doing so with federal funding. There's a difference. It was later in 2004 during the George W. Bush administration. Here's George W. Popping up twice again. today and awesome today. Writing letters and writing law. Yeah. During that Bush administration, this loophole was, in fact, closed. So... Uh, people around the world, this still can be a hot topic today, but in Canada, if you're listening, you might be feeling a little... Superior? A little judgy? Possibly. I don't know that... Do Canadians get judgy about things? They do. It's so soft, you'd never recognize okay. it because it's cloaked in apologies. Oh, okay. 
sorry, I feel so judgy towards you. <laughs> no, but truly, uh, it was on this day in 2002 that Canada banned human embryo cloning, but still permitted government-funded scientists to use embryos left over from other medical procedures. Mm -hmm. So this is mm -hmm. a big day in human cloning discussion. Science fiction yeah. writers everywhere take note. And it paves the way for this next point, mm -hmm. that in 2019, a lock of hair belonging to Ethiopian Emperor Tuadros II, mm -hmm. probably mispronounced that, sorry bud, um, he had died in 1868, but a lock of his hair finally is returned to Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. Now, as it turns out, the Canadians had stolen it and cloned him. No, 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 no. It was legal under their law, still is. I don't feel like that's correct. That part might be less backed up by fact. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't have receipts on that then. Well, not ones that are going to fly with the IRS. Not printed ones. Yeah. They're up here, right up here in the old brain locker. Okay. Do you have anything trending, good sir? I have one for me and one for you. Trending number one, DJI FPV. What the heck? Indeed. DJI is a company okay. that makes, among other things, drones. Oh, one of the twins has decided he wants a drone. I'm sure he does, and I'm sure he wants this one, but later as the story unfolds, you'll see why he won't get it. Okay. FPV stands for first-person view. Okay. So the DJI FPV is a new drone in their lineup that has just been released. It is a mixture of a racing drone and an aerial filmmaking tool. Okay. Um, now, racing drones are known to be able to reach speeds of 120 miles an hour, which is devastatingly fast to yeah. me. I have no idea. Yeah. They're tiny. Um, they're tiny for for being able to do that. This, this kind of crossing the uh, categorizations model can go 80 Excuse me, I belched like an ape. It can go 87 miles an hour. It can go from zero to 62 in two seconds. Dang, now? Yes. Okay. It is equipped with a 4K camera, mm -hmm. which if you're unfamiliar with the technology things, that's pretty damn high resolution. That's the, like the highest, uh, That's right? the scientific term, pretty damn high. Oh, okay, good. Resolution. Yes. Yeah. It's not the highest. I think we have 8K, but okay. nobody has devices that support that. Right. Um, that and that it has a 150 degree wide angle lens. So that's, that's almost degrees. That's that's very close. It's arguably for some people exactly what viewing angle is. And rather than you viewing what the drone is capturing on a screen, you wear video goggles and you literally see everything from the first person perspective. Okay. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, some people have referenced it, it as the eagle, eagle eye view okay. drone. I don't know if their viewing angle is 150 or what, but in any event, I think it'd be pretty overwhelming, especially if you were new to drones, to be flying one at 87 miles per hour with right? that field of vision. And uh, it's available now because they've improved. Normally you'd have like a lag from what that was transmitting to you. So you'd be... You're traveling at that speed, you'd be many feet off what you were viewing versus where you actually were. And of course, major problems could occur. Um, but they, they've jumped everything up and yeah, it's, it's not that problem any longer. Now, this all sounds amazing and it should sound amazing because this bears a price tag right now of roughly 
$1,300. That's not a small amount of change. You need to be committed to it. I and, guess so. And have the funds to do it. Yeah. But some people are, some people will. And if there's a drone lover in your life and you have $1,300, this would be the perfect gift. Yes and yes. No arguing with that. Also trending today, one brief more item to mention, the Arizona Department of Education is now providing an equity toolkit. Equity toolkit. It does claim that racism starts at three months old. So parents everywhere, gotta get busy on that, especially probably. Especially white parents <laughs> as the study goes. That's what's in that equity toolkit. You can read more about it when you yeah. give it a goog. You should. We're not going to unpack this. I'm right now swallowing down the vomit in my throat over just having heard that tidbit. Well, it is available for your reading pleasure on the internet. What I, else? I will add, mm -hmm. because I can't not add this. Mm. I don't normally hang out with three-month-olds. Unless they're yours. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have. I have five different times now I have. Yep. Or technically four different I times. I mean, we did have... Because two of them were three months at the same time. At the same time. time, yes. But I feel like that's still worthy of counting as five. It yes. was double exposure. Okay. Um, I've... Maybe maybe my study of N equals one is inadequate. Yeah. I've never run across a racist three-month-old. Three yeah. Or three-year-old. Yeah. Now, that, maybe that happens, and I don't know. But definitely not a three-month-old. Yeah. At three months, there's still kind of like little squishy nuggets of, of just baby smush it's just yeah and you got to hold a three accidental accidental laughing i did i just recently got to hold a three-month-old and i don't think she was a racist either did it make your ovaries quiver to hold a three-month-old just one both just one it's them. rare that both quiver but one did <laughs> all right what else is going on well i think it's time to whirl a watch read listen life style okay Unfortunately, yes, we were so sleepy last night. We attempted to watch, but we watched nothing other than the backs of our own eyelids. It's so true. That happened. We've got some mild virus battling going on around here. Not COVID. Not COVID. It's mostly. I thought it was just allergies, and I do think mine has been allergies because I feel a lot better today. I used that Flonase last you night. Had, you had no fever. I have had no fever. A couple of our kids are running fever, so it was a night where we needed to tuck in early. But Shell has provided us with a great watch. Also, yes. speaking of giving things a goog, give a goog to everything that's coming to Netflix in March. There's lots of good stuff coming out. A new true crime docuseries called Murder Among the Mormons that I cannot oh. wait to get into. Haven't watched it yet. I've always known that the Mormons were murderous. <laughs> I feel like I'm justified that somebody else has seen this and they've made a whole thing about it. Are you basing this on your uh, uh, enjoyment of the Book of Mormon musical? Because No, no. In fact, <laughs> one time, no in that. one time, and again, hey, this is just me and my experience. Uh -huh. What do I know? Yes. Um, I was sitting in the living room. Really live this image with me. I was sitting in the living room. Is this, wait, is this a true story or are you kidding? Of course it is. Okay. Not. Um, <laughs> I was reading actually from the Book of Mormon because uh -huh. I was curious. Yes. Uh -huh. um, and I feel like that's okay. And I heard, I heard a squeak, squeak, a uh -huh. squeak. And I'm, is agitating. I was trying to ignore it. I looked up. It was, it was, of all things, it was 
two bicycles, and the riders were both wearing suits, <laughs> though they'd taken the jackets off. Right. I'm like, well, that's different. I've not seen that before. Yeah. I went back to my reading, and I hear the old knock, knock, knock on the door. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm not expecting anything. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think anybody bought anything from Amazon. I don't know what's happening. I go to the door, and it was two elders of the Church of Mormon. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know, I'm trusting. I just opened the door. <laughs> Immediately, both of them began attempting to assail me. Uh -huh, yes. And they even said, they said, sir, we're here to murder you. <laughs> yes, that's certainly what they're That's what for. they said. Yeah. And they even said that. They said, that's what we're known for. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know. Who are you? And as they swung vigorously with blades of fury, uh -huh. they said, we are the elders of the Church of Mormon. Yeah. Feel our wrath. That's what they said. Feel our wrath. They must have taken a new approach to evangelism. I don't know. It was my first and thankfully only encounter with yep. them. Now, little did they know that in my youth, uh -huh. I had been kidnapped by ninjas. So I made short work of them <laughs> and I survived to tell the tale. I've met so many Mormons. None of them have tried to murder me. So I'm I'm very interested in this turn into the, uh, you know, more aggressive form of evangelism well, that apparently they've taken up. I'll tell you this. It's going to be far more pleasurable to hear about it than it was to experience it. <laughs> I didn't know what I was stepping into when I mentioned it. <sighs> I didn't even know I remembered that until you said it. Uh -huh. I think I had repressed that memory. Apparently so. Apparently so. It's a thing I do. Yes. What else? Um, well, what to read. And by all means, you can. And probably should read the Awesome Today Facebook group. You should. There's all kinds of good reading material dropped in there on the daily. There is. There's a lot of great not conversation. Not by us, even. No, it's, we're, we're, we're not even necessary. We're there. like it's the derelicts who are like exchange. roaming around in the alley. Right? Just throwing the random lurker thumbs up on stuff. I mean, Awesome Today fam is dropping in those good reads. Yep. Yeah, it's a good place. Really, it's it's pretty fun so far. Nobody has been excommunicated mm -hmm. or canceled or any of that. Although I feel like I'll be the first. <laughs> yes. As one of the hosts of the show, it's only right. It feels accurate. Yeah. Okay. There's probably some Mormons in there that are going to work me over. Um, I think anyone who listens to the show knows that we are first among the people to poke fun at our own Christian faith in both, it's true. In both formats of it. Protestant and Catholic. Yes, yes. We we are Christianity equal, as a whole. Yes, we're equal opportunity uh, uh, jabbers. Yes, murderous or otherwise. I've yet to murder anyone. Well, that you'll admit on camera. Well, true. Find the body. Maybe we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, what about listening? Well. You have, for now, you've got this uh, free trial subscription in your Jeep. Yeah. Of XM Series Radio. It's or a, Series XM Radio. It's kind of like the old uh, 10 CDs or 10 cassettes for 10 cents gig. Mm -hmm. They try to get you all, yeah, addicted. Yeah. Well, I am addicted to one particular channel, and it's called 90s on 9. Which we enjoyed today. We did. As you and I drove... To pick up our eldest daughter from school, out of nowhere, on the radio comes Beastie Boys, Intergalactic Planetary. Um, we played it quite loudly. Yep. We had the top of the Jeep open. We did. And the Jeep does have the uh, the upgraded sound system with subwoofer. 
And we chuckled as we enjoyed that music from our own youth about how humiliated our daughter would be. Certainly. Unfortunately, the song was over before we got to her school. It was very unfortunate, but we did enjoy it. It was, it was a moment good. recapturing our youth. Yeah. So that's fun for listening. Life style. What should we do for lifestyle? What should we do? You want me to say this part. You should say the first one. Pound out a cake. Yeah. A pound cake. Do it. Pound it. It is a delicious cake. And you may or may not have a pound of those ingredients on hand. So put in your Walmart grocery order if you need to. Indeed. Get the ingredients. Make a pound cake. Or go to a real bakery. Yeah. Either way. Um, today, as you listen, I should be in receivership of true, like, aggressive, weatherproof mats for the Jeep. And I'm pretty fired up about that. As you should be. Um, additionally, I've just begun exploring the possibility of having a custom grill insert made for said Jeep, yep. Lola, Lolita Esperanza. Yes. That will be some form of the Jolly Roger. And if you don't know what that is, it is the pirate crossbone, cross bones and skull. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My favorite is the Henry Avery version, which uh, commonly misrepresented as on a black background. It's on a red background. And rather than a straight on skull, it's a profile of a skull. It's right, just right. enough different. And I, for some reason, feel the need to be just a little different. Yep. That's right. So that's so, what I'm looking into. Don't know if I can make it happen or not. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I have one lifestyle note. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I mentioned how I gave away a box of vintage clothing on Facebook. And then you took it back. Was it yesterday or the day before? This week I've mentioned that. I did mention that I had stuck in there the vintage houndstooth. I think that was yesterday. You punched a Mormon in the back of the neck. Mm, nope, I did not do that. You said, bring back my jacket, you murderous Mormon. Can I tell you that that... That, that offends you? That didn't happen, first of all. Okay. I, I had already moved on. Um, can I tell you that that woman who got that box of clothes, we've had the just most nice, warm, appreciative Facebook Messenger exchange. Okay. She loves vintage clothing. She said she was in a place where she couldn't really invest in her collection the way she wanted to. Again, this was a box I was just giving away. Mm -hmm. And she just went on and on about how grateful she was and how much she loved every piece that was in there. And we just awesome. like had this bonding moment of just like appreciation. I loved nice. it. Okay. Well, I noted that I did take that houndstooth jacket out at the last minute because there was just like this intuition in me that I would regret mm -hmm. giving that away. No regrets. Now, today. Don't have them. Today, I wore a J. Crew sweater blazer that I got a couple of years ago. It's khaki. It's like... It's camel. Camel. Okay. Yeah. It's camel. Isn't it made from an actual camel? No, it is not. It is not. I am not John the Baptist. I am many things. It's, I'm not St. John the Baptist. It's made from a genetically engineered cyber camel, cloned. It's possible, but no. It's so soft and stretchy. Listen, here's the point of this. I'm just wanting to know where the bionic camel is. I never got to write it. Are you that? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> it's from J. Crew, and I got it a couple of years ago. They're known for their bionic oh camels. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even want to finish this story now. <laughs> Hope you're happy. I'm not happy. Keep talking. <laughs> so you can interrupt more. All right. 
Anyway, several times I have thought that I would sell this on Poshmark or wherever because I just, it was in the back of my closet. I wasn't wearing it, but I just kept thinking, no, I actually really like this piece when I wear it. I just never wear it. I wore it today. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, my intuition was right. I do love that. I need to wear it more often. It was so comfy and it made me feel really pulled together. A couple of people that I ran into during the day noted that I looked nice or pretty or whatever. You got ID'd at the liquor store. I, that's a true fact. And I don't think it had to do with me wearing a blazer. I don't know. Blazer. I don't know. They were like, only young people get bionic camel blazers. <laughs> Who are you? It was weird. It's a that's a liquor store that we go to often, and I've not ever been ID'd there ever. Yeah, that's um, true. But that did happen today. Also worth noting, and I told you this earlier, not just one but two store clerks today. As I was out and about running errands, as I was finishing my transaction, two store clerks said, "Be safe out there." As I was leaving, yeah, and it made me so paranoid. The first one, I was like, "Interesting, okay," but when the second one did it, I was like, "What?" What am I supposed to be safe about? What's happening? I don't know, but I've been doubly warned. So now I'm like super paranoid to even leave the house again. And yet you're going to. I have to tonight to go teach a class yes. at church. And so I'm going to be driving like two miles an hour to get there. You better drive your vehicle. <laughs> if you're going to die, take your vehicle with you, <laughs> not mine. If I'm going to die, don't <laughs> do it in the Jeep. Right? Yes. Okay, um, I feel like there's so much more, but we've already gone on so long. Is there anything critical that needs to be shared with no, the good we, people? we better wrap up, though, for real, though. Okay, well, then have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Pound cake is delicious. If we are being fair, it probably deserves more than one annual celebration. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found.